four-year-old women, most of them just play. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good scene. Alright, guys. Um, we should be back on. Refresh Twitch if you're there. If not, we should be coming back up pretty good. Everybody should be getting in. And we should have noise. Um, somebody talk so we can hear. I'm going to talk. Uh, and hopefully folks can hear. Yeah, I think Tim Banky is their official talker for the tests. It, it's uh, set on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important role. It is. Ah, okay, yes, we are good. We found the issue. All right, guys, so let's, let's, we're going to do a real recap since we kind of went in. Um, everybody's back as a Jedi. You're on Corbon. Um, Gand is researching this artifact. Uh, Mal, which is Tim's character, has actually fixed a uh, elevator, no problem, um, doing her thing, and has kind of did it with no problem whatsoever. And so now we're going to go to uh, Fizz. Fizz, you are, of course, it's barely in the morning. Um, they have started serving the food and you have noticed that recently the food, while it is nutritious and you can eat it, they are always rushing you to finish up and get done because you are typically waiting there eating nonstop. So savor good meals. <laughs> well, they, they, they've noticed that from hanging out with you and you've been here cause y'all have been here for a couple of days. Um, and they know that you, you got that little bit of an attitude that they're just kind of, you know, watch out for her, him, her, him, him. Yeah. So they keep on asking everybody's like, I think it's a girl. And so your first exercise for the day is of course, simple, like, you know, running to get things, picking up stuff, um, Pretty much they're trying to push you calisthenics on you for a bit because they think that you're just a little scrawny. Mm. So I want to see how you can do. Um, and they're going to be running you through a slight obstacle course uh, today. So um, they want to see how you're going to do today. And if your frustration is going to kick in whenever it uh, if something happens. So with that, I want you to give me a simple athletics check and show me what you can so let's see what happens. No problem. Um, I am uh, ranked in athletics. Nice. So I get a simple difficulty, so you're only, only two. Okay. Two purples. Since I'm ranked in it, I would use uh, my dice uh, and counting the purple dice as well, correct? Correct, yeah, yeah. You use the purple. Okay, purple perfect. dice is just a standard difficulty. Um, and you pass it, no problem. Um, you kind of run through it, you know, n nothing big and fancy. They weren't Im super impressed. You just kind of flip around and get into it and come down. Um, and that's pretty much what their day, your day is going to consist of is physical type activity. Um, uh, Mal, if you want to do any research, uh, give me at least one research and that'll be about uh, roughly about an hour and a half to two hours worth of work. Gand, while you have been researching with Malvana or Gavana, excuse me, yeah, she um, she keeps on running back and forth, and y'all spend a good two hours before you come down to where you actually think you might find something. So, if you have a research skill, you may go ahead and roll that. Uh, I'm going to roll lore. Gotcha. It's even better. 
That'll help out because they did give you some information on the crystal that you're looking for. Or talisman, and I should is say. It, uh, average? Yes. Uh, actually, it is actually one higher. So okay. go with three. Tim, did you find your stat that you needed to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like lore is probably my research too. Am I researching this uh, this relic as well, or uh, no? You're you're actually researching because you said you were looking for um, how to construct sabers and stuff like that. Cool. I will make that Ooh. check as well. Wow. Okay. Um, Gand, you sit there and you are like, oh yeah, I I, I think I've got something. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I've got a planet that we need to we need to check out. Um. But I'm not 100% sure this is it. But you think you might have this. Is it a core world or an outer rim world that I think it might be? That's you're not sure on. Hmm. But you're like, I know the world. I just don't know where it's at. Are we, are we in proximity during this research? Like, no, you're actually in two different areas. No. Okay. You're, uh, you're in two different areas. Then I'm definitely not going to explain to him how I probably know how to research. <laughs> he should maybe just leave this to experts who are smarter. Uh, Mel, you go and you research, and you're just like, "Hey, I think I could construct this myself, right here, right now." <laughs> well, I mean, I've got kind of an ego problem, so I'm just going to try. I'm just going to scavenge <laughs> stuff that the Jedi aren't paying much attention to, and try to make an inappropriate mechanics check trying to build my own new lightsaber with the increased knowledge that I have. Okay. And uh, we'll see how badly that goes. Yeah, because you see your dice roll. <laughs> uh, Gand, are you going to spend any more time or do you think yourself you're confident enough to try to go for this? Uh, I don't think I'm confident enough to try and go for this if I can't identify where the world is. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to spend at least probably another two more hours of research. Mm -hmm. uh, Fizz, they have uh, run you through pro pretty much uh, a bunch of rigorous training today of physical calisthenics. Um, and now it is time for some force training. So they're looking at you and they're like, so we are not 100% sure what you can and can't do. Well, good, because I'm not either. <laughs> so they were like, well, let's run through the basics. Can you move anything? You know, how, how is your force abilities manifested um with that question said i think i'm going to attempt to focus uh for the day and try to use my force itself to lift up things okay trying to see what a force check would be pretty much it's probably gonna be one force die since you're new yeah okay yeah. so uh so fizz is going to very strongly focus and attempt to uh, remove some of the trail mix out of her pockets. <laughs> okay. Uh, you sit there and uh, you kind of feel this twinge coming in you. You're getting kind of frustrated about this and you can feel this, you know, this frustration come over you to try to get this uh, force power to go off pretty much. And you're like getting really upset with this and it's just not happening. So you can continue to try, go with what you want. Um, it's up to you. Um, Mel, give me a mechanics difficulty 
would be uh, at least um, two purples and a black. Right. Yep. Mel, go ahead. I mean, uh, Fizz, go ahead. What were we going to say? I was going to say, um, Fizz would probably try for a little bit longer, uh, but her overall willpower is pretty low, so she would probably uh, plan on retiring as quickly as possible to get something to eat. All right. Uh, Give me, like, two more checks uh, on the force and see if anything comes up about it. No problem. She's going to focus very gently uh, without getting too frustrated on the trail mix in her pocket again. Okay. Ah! You're sitting there, you're like... You're like, I got this, and then all of a sudden, you little little bits of trail mix kind of fly out of your pocket. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's gonna try to get it to her mouth very gently. Go and go for another one. Let's see what happens. Uh. You're straining. <laughs> <laughs> it's still floating, but it's straining to get that up to your mouth. Oh man! Give up or uh, keep she's, going? She's gonna try just a little bit longer since it's about hand uh, hand height anyway. Uh, I don't think it's working out for her. You, She's you, having a hard time. You're, you're, you're trying to reach for it, and you go to reach for it, and it just drops because of frustration. It just uh, drops out of the air. No, my trail mix is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mel, you're sitting there, and you're like working this together, and you're building it together, and you think you've got it, and you turn it on. Because you've like scavenged just like a, a training or a small, just, you know, horrible crystal just to test, and you turn it on. And all of a sudden, it just fries and blows up in your hand. Pieces go flying everywhere. Uh, you actually take three points of strain. Because, it, I mean, it's not enough to cause a lot of damage, but just, like, bits and pieces get shattered, and you hear a lot, you know, and it's a loud explosion that comes through it. And you can hear voices are like, what's going on? And you hear people running towards you. Dan, give me another uh, roll real quick and give me um, the uh, just a standard difficulty of two purples. Okay. Um, okay, so you see a bunch of people run in. You see a couple of blasters and like a couple of sabers come out as they walk in, seeing you covered in, you know, parts and smoke and burn marks on your body. <laughs> Mel's going to quietly tidy her things up. <laughs> Obviously embarrassed looking. Her hair is all frazzled in all directions and she tries to sort of smooth it and flatten it out as best as possible. Keep her composure. She's obviously angry at herself for failing, but um, she's going to try try to internalize it as a valuable lesson. Okay. <laughs> but the instability and challenging uh, elements of lightsaber construction this is this is not the first time, nor does she hope it will be the last time that she tries and probably fails to build a lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, you tried. You sit there and you've got it, and you're like, they they kind of look at you, and you can tell one of the older Jedi's knocks his saber off and puts it back on and gives you that look like, dummy, why are you doing that? You're gonna hurt yourself. And then just turns and walks away. Uh, Gand, you sit there and you've, you research it and you're like, ah, 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 I believe it is Diab 6, very far out of region. Hmm. I think I'm going to want to see if I know any underworld contacts who I could ask about this place. Okay. 
Uh, go ahead and roll some underworld contacts then. Takes a little bit of time to reach up and get everything going. Uh, Fizz, you are done with training for the day. Uh, and you may retire, but you are done and you see Turk walking down towards you. And of course oh. you see uh, Protocol Droid. Oh, Protocol Droid, where have you been? I miss you somebody. Um, I you, you, you can hear like a little crackle in his voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to approach my buddies here and uh, catch up with them. What have you guys been doing around these parts? Well, we are trying to see how your training's going. Seems like you're getting a little bit of progress done. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. You hear a snarky good. comment behind with the, the protocol dragon goes, if she'd quit stealing stuff. Well, you know, if I quit eating, I'd die. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but what about that in your pocket? And, you know, you got that, you know, droid mechanical voice, you know, electronic voice, and he, like, points at one of your back pocket areas. <laughs> of course it does. Oh man, man, have I missed you, bud? You just don't change on me there. I'm going to uh, gently cover up my pocket and give him a nice, really hard tap on the back. You know, old chum. He's like, and just kind of like beeps off and just walks away, being all disgruntled. <laughs> He's kind of like a crotchety old man when he talks to you. He just doesn't doesn't care for what it is, and you can tell that he's just like, whatever. That's it. He's a he's a rust bucket anyway. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, Gand, did you get me um, a roll real quick? Um, uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, just a standard two. Okay. Uh, um, Mel, is there anything you wanted to do before we uh, move on from this last roll? Well, Mel's embarrassed herself in front of a collection of people who she <laughs> learn more from. So she's going to apologize to them and collect her things and try to track down Turk, the uh, the Jedi who sent us here. Okay. If um, if she's going to advance and figure out what's going on and eventually learn how to build what she wants to build, she's probably going to need to seek allies. Oh, yes. 100%. Um, all right. You head off. Uh, Gand, you definitely find out. Someone's definitely telling you. It's like, yeah, Diab 6 out in the middle of nowhere. It's got huge electrical storms. You just got to be careful when you go, when you go in. There's like jungled atmosphere and everything to it, but yeah, we've heard of that planet. Um, Fizz, Turk is like, uh, we need to go check on the rest of us, so why don't we just go check on and see how everybody's doing? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I haven't seen them in a couple days. I'll uh, I'll stay behind the droid and just kind of follow them slowly. Okay, you follow them. Uh, Gand, anything else that you need to check before we bring the party back together? Or anything you want to check. I do not believe there's anything else that this one needs to check. Okay. All right. Um, pretty much um, the protocol droid. And I can't, can't remember his name to save my life anymore. Um, they walk up and uh, Turk, the protocol droid, and Fizz walk up to Mel. And uh, this happens shortly after. You're still kind of cleaning up pieces because there's like a piece embedded here and a piece embedded there. And uh, they're just looking at it, and they're like, You'll, you see Mel cleaning up something that she's done. Turk's like, so, um, what happened? I tried to construct a small mechanical device after successfully fixing an elevator that everyone wanted to have fixed. I tried to something that not everyone wanted to have made, and it... it 
we learn more from our mistakes and failures than we do from our successes. <laughs> you can see he's got that look on his face like, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe I may need help, and I, it brings me no joy to admit it. Um, Mark, I put myself in your hands. Clearly you need me to do more than fix elevators here. I have a keen mind and an excellent ability to research where are we going and, and how can I be of a... Oh, well, we're going to go find Gand and check him out and see how he's doing and see if he's... Distance. See see how he's uh, got our stuff going. So let's go check on Gand real quick and see how everything... Um, maybe you can help uh, Fizz out. She just seems to be having a lot of problems keeping things in her pocket and not putting them back. So maybe um, you two can help each other with that. And then they start uh, walking is, up. I was going to say, sorry, Fizz is going to interject very rudely, as she just did, uh, <laughs> and blurt out, yeah, I make mistakes all the time, so I could definitely use some help here. We're learning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all walk on. You, you Eventually, not a very far path. It doesn't take very long. And you find Gan sitting at a computer screen, just tapping away, moving stuff like normal. <laughs> and then you see uh, Gavana, which y'all have seen her before. Uh, typical female's got that circuit board around the head that you're normally seeing, you know, the biotic implant around the head. And uh, she's like, he's got it. He knows where it's at. So, can I go do something else now? I was going to look over the Gan's shoulders and sort of see what kind of research he's done, what what methodology he had for finding out about this planet. Dan, did you close your old world contact down on the screen? Uh, this one always makes sure to keep contacts <laughs> confidential, so he, of course he did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you, you sit there and you look, and you look at the screen, and he's got, you know, plans out, and he's got, like, you know, a, a rumor laid out of where things are happening and he's actually got the planet marked out and ready. This one believes we should be going to Deneb six. I don't know anything about Deneb six. Uh, Deneb but six has nice. horrible lightning storms. You must be careful when descending in your ship jungle mostly. T Is everyone there? Tim's cutting out a little bit. Sorry, hang on a sec. Uh, there. All right. Anybody? Yep. That's probably just because Mike moved. Yeah, uh, that sounds dangerous and terrible. Uh, when do we leave? Turks like right now. <laughs> you can see him like nudges Fizz. It's like Fizz, oh, time I to go. <laughs> you can hear you can hear his droid just kind of like, uh, uh, damn it. Don't want to go. He's like, time to go. He's like, all right. This one would like to make a request. What? If if it is if at all possible, could we have a room sealed off from the rest of the ship, and filled with an ammonia methane atmosphere? So you would like your own room. So you don't have to wear your this mask. This one would time? indeed like his own room so that he could not have to wear his mask. Okay. I want my own room too. You, you you see the protocol droid look back and like, nope. <laughs> you can see the finger come up and everything. But I'm getting the top bet. Nope. That's all I'm saying. 
He's like, okay. Um, with that said, let's take about a day. Uh, he'll get that set up. Um, other than that, um, we'll leave tomorrow morning. Turk is like, um, grab your gear. Grab what you think you might need for a jungle planet. And let's go find out what happens. All right. Do, do you have a, like a... I don't know, like a quartermaster here or somebody who might be able to help us out. I feel a little unequipped for a jungle planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to the quartermaster. There's, there's one here that can give us whatever you need. Uh, I'm pretty sure. We, I, what's our landing site going to be looking like uh, at, on the uh, Gand? Let's see if my friend told me anything about the landing site. If we're landing in the middle of a jungle, I'd at least like some netting and some bug spray. Maybe some food, travel rations of some kind that aren't going to spoil in a moist environment, and uh, some tall boots. You, you, you're sitting there and you're like, okay. He's like, uh, yeah, um, we can get you that. That's not going to be too much of a problem. Um, Droid's name is A7, by the way. Uh, short for A seven is a short name, and he's like, you can hear the A seven is like, are you really sure these guys are Jedi material? And they're just like, you can just hear him like, they sound really wimpy, and then he kind of walks off. Turk's like, yeah, just go tell them what you need. Um, here, use use my data disk. You can borrow it to you know get what everything is done. I take it and keep it out of the reach of Fitz. <laughs> Give me boots too. I want boots. I guess I'll get everyone boots. <laughs> Thank you. I assume the Gand already has boots. The Gand would like a blaster, a full-sized one. I'll ask. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. It's up to you whether you take whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do, just whether it happens or not. I was going to head off to the. Uh the quartermaster at the Jedi temple and ask for two nice sets of boots, uh, an extra change of clothes, some rations, uh, a full size blaster, a regular lightsaber. And, uh, he, he starts laughing. Gand is, Gand is going with Mel. On this, uh, yeah, yeah. Fist two, fist two. You hear the guy's like, you want what? I, I can get you uh, boots and clothes and some rations, but you want a what? A blaster? Is that the thing you were skeptical about? I know. I, I can get you. I can get you a, a simple, you know, you know, hand blaster. That's not a problem. Oh, Lightsaber? Yeah. Now that's a good one. <laughs> well, fine then. Don't. This one did it. not request a lightsaber. This one simply requested a blaster. I'm not sure how that got on the list. I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Must have been some kind of a clerical error. He's like, you can get a blaster pistol and stuff. That'll be on Turk's ship. I can tell you that by now. I don't know why he sent you. He has all that on his ship to begin with. <laughs> Very well, then. Mel will look a little Just sheepish and embarrassed. Not for the first time today. She feels a little <laughs> stupid. Heads back to the ship. <laughs> okay. Fizz does not head back immediately. She waits for Mel to leave, and she goes, "I want a blaster as well. You could just uh, you could just put it on the ship for me." 
and uh, she'll give a nice good wink, uh, walk back to the ship then. <laughs> you go, okay. And you see a little wink also. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, pretty much you can wait a day or just a second day. They'll, they'll get you a ship refitted, uh, an area refitted for you again. That way you don't have to wear your mask all the time. Um, and pretty much anything, if anybody doesn't want to do anything, we'll just go ahead and skip to getting on the ship. Okay. All right. This anybody? already on the enough. ship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you're sitting there and you're getting on the ship and stuff and Turk is already there with A7. A7 is, you know... <clears throat> already walking up as soon as he sees you and you can hear that he's like clanking around and doing things while you're walking up towards his ship, you know, lighting engines, you know, getting everything prepped, ready for, ready to go. And Turk's like, well, we finally get to go do something instead of staying here the whole time. You ready? I mean, I'll miss the library. I was born ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fizz. Okay. Which one have you asked for a saber? Oh, um, I think that just got on the sheet by accident. I, I don't know what happened there. All lies, unconvincingly. <laughs> you feel, you, Depends, you, do you have one? You, you feel this finger kind of poke you as Gan pokes you. <laughs> it's like, young ones, get on. I'll have blaster pistols for you when we get in. So, you get in the ship. Um, of course, AK, uh, A7 and Turk are at the top in the front. Um, you know, get everything ready and says, it'll take us a little while to get there. Just let us load up and we'll get going. Um, we're not going to run through ship, uh, interactions and stuff yet because it's, uh, well, I want to take it a little slow on this one. Uh, we will eventually do some ship combat and ship, you know, stuff, uh, later on. But for right now, I don't want to do that. So we're just going to do a flick flash forward and you are arriving on Dieb. It will take you roughly about three days to get there. So if there's anything you want to do during those three days. Uh, let me know. If not, we can just bypass it really quickly and go to Diab. This one will enjoy not having to wear his mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Elle spends most of the three days just nursing her ego and going over again where she possibly could have gone wrong in the lightsaber construction. Okay. She's not yet brave enough to ask any of the Jedi about lightsaber construction, but she's uh, she's going to contemplate it pretty seriously and keep mostly to herself. Okay. No problem. Um, you can keep on working on that. Other than that, if, if nothing, uh, if you don't want to do anything in eventful, we'll just go to Diab Six. Um, you'll get to Diab Six and come out of come out of come out of space. Start going around, and you notice that as soon as you get there, the planet is actually very small, um, moon base size, uh, moon size, not a, not a huge planet. Um, you can definitely see electrical storms flowing all over it. It's like a giant ball of energy just warping around um lightning streaks going back and forth so on and so forth but you're not seeing like a lot of you know it's not like lightning storm for rain it's more like electrical storm so not like a a wet atmosphere that you can tell from where you're seeing in the clouds just lightning bolts streaking back and forth constantly so other than that uh turk gets they get pretty low, right above the atmosphere. And he's like, um, we got a problem. What? What's the problem? Don't you know how to land this thing? We can't land this thing. We came during the wrong type of season. Well, 
we have to be able to get down there. This is where we need to go, isn't it? Yeah. But you'll be taking this instead, and he hits this little button, and it shows up this drop pod type thing. And he goes, you'll have to get down that way. Looks cozy. This too shall pass. <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about this. He's like, I'll have to stay up here so I can bring it back up. Uh, A7 will go down with you in case there's a technical difficulty. Oh, uh, good. If we get fried, we'll have an electrical <laughs> companion. And he's like, it'll be fine. A7's really good with this stuff. He can handle it. He's like, just go with the flow. I got to handle some stuff up here. Um, A7 already has a few blasters for you. Um, blaster pistols. You can take those with you. Um, other than that, good luck. And he moves up and goes, boink, and goes like, whenever you're ready. We're right over the area. Into the uh, drop pod, sits down, crosses his legs, and folds his arms, and waits. <laughs> okay. Frizz now. Uh, delicately places herself in the drop pod, keeping her tools close to her person, pulling her robe tightly against herself, and looking a little bit uncomfortable. The last time she was in a drop pod like this, it was when she was uncomfortably fleeing her home planet, so <laughs> this brings back horrible memories. Okay. Uh, Frizz is going to uh, sloppily get in there and really, really spread her knees out wide, making sure she's taken up more than her fair share of room. Yeah, this does feel pretty cozy. I like it. A little, a little warm in here. You can see uh, A7 walks in and he like hands a blaster to Mel, hands a blaster to Gand, holds the blaster. When you need it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and oh. just, just sits down. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, right the door slams shut, locks. You can feel a judder on the system. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, you feel you know the jettison as it comes out of the back of the ship. Um, pretty much it's a pretty bumpy ride. Um, shakes, rattles, you know, goes around and then comes down to a, a hard land, but not like a crash land, just a very jarring hit. Um, as a seven is like missed it by a little bit, but we should be okay. Well, as long as it's just a little bit. He like reaches over, touches a few girls. Ah, only a couple of hundred meters for y'all to go. Oh. Great. It's not bad at all. <laughs> and then the door opens, and you got the the hatch lays down, and you know air and smoke, and you know everything comes in that you would typically see, and it's pretty dark outside. There's not much light. So Mel is a a chiss, so she sees in heat signatures. Correct. Uh, can she see anything in this this kind of condition? No. Probably a lot of heat with a lot of lightning and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're not seeing anything that would be distinguished. You definitely, the ship has definitely got a lot of heat on it just coming from the atmosphere. Um, you don't see, like, any heat patterns outside. It's all actually kind of moist and jungle-like, so it's all kind of, the colors are darkened and deep. Uh, she'll jump out, straighten herself off. Uh, uncomfortable in the strange surroundings, but happier to be here than flying through space at trigonometric altitudes. And, uh... Start heading off in the direction indicated. Okay. You jump out. As soon as you land, it kind of... You can feel the muck and mire rise up onto your boots about halfway through. A A7 goes, Gand, you're about the only competent one and hands you this device. 
And then look, looks at looks at Fizz and goes, "Only give it to her if she needs it." And hands you the other blaster. I need it. <laughs> he totally ignores you. <laughs> this one doesn't believe you need it yet. <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, when Fizz exits uh, the the pod, she's going to pull out her incense and light one, and she's also going to. Very carefully light her torch as to see if there's any, uh, you know, uh, combustible materials around where flame might not be a good idea. Yeah, you, you, you've got, uh, you, you're going to do an old-fashioned, you know, flame torch, or are you going to light a mechanical electrical one? Uh, probably mechanical. Okay. You busted up, and it's actually pretty dark. You two are having a little different, difficult time seeing uh, you can see Mal is kind of adjusting, but you can tell that she's not quite there. And y'all are like, this is dark. This is pretty damn dark. And... I think I know where we're supposed to go, if you want to follow me. Okay. Don't look at me. It's all y'all, not me. Okay. Um, said it was only a couple hundred meters, so... I guess have those blasters ready. Mel looks really uncomfortable holding the blaster, has no real idea of how to use it or what it's supposed to do or what she's supposed to do with it where she'd end up in a circumstance where it would need to be used. But she'll start trudging through the muck. Um, Nine-tenths determination, one-tenth actual ability in this circumstance. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make me a survival roll real quickly. Difficulty standard. It's two perps or one? Two perps. Two perps. you know you have a device that definitely tells you the direction of where to go. You're like, we are going to go here, and it is in this direction that we're going. And then all of a sudden, you're like, march off. And give me a... Let's go with just a simple athletics. Um, Standard difficulty roll. Mel. Okay. That I can do. Gand, you're like, she's walking off in the complete opposite direction. I was about to ask... This one was about to ask (laughs) if the direction it was pointing was the direction she was going. She, she like, turns off the direction and goes a certain way, and all of a sudden, she walks and then goes face first right into the muck and mire, just, and just, like, falls into it. No damage, just kind of an embarrassing thing, all, like, it's, it's like you, you, you're, like, you stand here, you're, like, it's this way, and then take one step and just hit and just drop around and, and down into your face. It might not be that way. <laughs> Gets up and starts cleaning the gross off of her. Thankful she asked for an extra set of ropes and picks herself back up. Anyone have any better thoughts here? I'm a little out of my element. I don't. (laughs) This one believes the device that A7 handed him uh, points to the correct direction we should be going. Then why don't you lead the way? Thank you. This one will. Okay. Y'all set off uh, in the direction. It's not hard to use the device. I mean, it just pretty much sends you right on your way. Not a big deal. Um, But it is your typical jungle. Nice and moist and green and dark. 
and it's just like you're you're trudging through swamp type you know environment boots are all splashing through muck um but you notice that you're coming up and there's this small ravine that you're going to have to cross uh, you think you probably could be able to get over it by a simple jump um but it's not too deep maybe like 30 feet or so I mean, not huge, but if you fail and you fell the wrong way, yeah, you could really hurt yourself or die, but you think you might be able to jump across this, no problem. I wouldn't say no problem. You think you might be able to jump across it. Well, Mel's not very athletic, as indicated previously from the <laughs> tripping and falling in the mud. So she's going to see if there's a safe way to kind of descend the ravine and cross on the ground level. Okay. Uh, just give me, if, if you're going to climb down, just give me a simple athletic check. Uh, you actually only have one green or one purple because there is a bunch of vines and uh, other things to go and hold on to. Um, Gand and Frizz. This one will be following Mel. Okay. This one knows that his strength do not lie with uh, jumping. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and uh, if you're going to do the same thing, Frizz, just give me a, uh, an athletic roll. And Mel, it was only one purple, not two purples. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. <laughs> so just take away, just give me one. Oh, and right, I saw it. No, right. uh, you climb down pretty much no problem. You're like hop, hop, and down. Frizz, you're the same way. You're just like hop, hop, down it, no problem. Um, everybody pretty much gets down, no problem. Now you got to get back up. Uh, this is going to be a two difficulty purple because of climbing up. You do have the vines, but there is a lot of slippery and a bunch of different things that are wet and moist. All right. Mel's going to air it. Mm. <laughs> huh. What's that mean? No, no successes. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you actually rolled once, and then it rolled it again. Oh, I see. Well, Mel, okay. had no Mel, you're like trying to climb, and you're like grabbing it, and it's just like slipping out of your hands. And then all of a sudden, you see Gand and Frizz go right by you, no problem. <laughs> Frizz is kind of like leapfrogging up it pretty much easily. Her slender small frame is like having no problem with this. I was getting getting more than a little bit frustrated. She wishes that this was fixing a ship or tending <laughs> to someone's medical needs or researching some obscure lore or trying to solve an astrogation puzzle or any of the million things that she's trained endlessly for and not instead slipping in the muck and climbing up the ravine. Uh, she'll try again. Okay, go ahead. Same difficulty. Worse. Yep. <laughs> you get about halfway up and then fall down. <laughs> Take two strain. Y'all y'all look down and you all of a sudden you see her try to climb up and then fall down on her butt again. Be 
Susie Mill, she's just struggling. You can see that she's despair is caught under her face, and she's like, uh. Are y'all gonna do anything? You're just gonna watch yeah, um, her. <laughs> Fizz uh, not because she's nice, but mostly because she's impatient, is going to uh, try to help Mel up. How are you gonna help Mel? Uh, she's going to climb halfway down the vines and try to grab onto her to stabilize her. She can go up there. And I think that's a combined mm -hmm. check. Yeah, actually it will be. Um, you can do a combined action, uh, which is assisted, which would give you a uh, blue on the check, whoever's got the best skill. So okay. you would get your normal skill plus the blue and then two purples. Uh, for athletics, correct? Yes. Okay, so... I'm ranked in athletics, so I'm going to assume that mine would be... You're, you're significantly better at athletics. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, and I include, include the blue on there, too. Uh, to upgrade purple, the difficulty, correct? though, right? So one of the purples becomes a red? Um, not an opposed, so it's just an assisted. Like, starts the crab walk okay. down there towards... Uh, or Fizbit tends to crab walk down there towards Mel there, so she grab onto her. Mel okay. looks grateful and frustrated in near equal measure as she accepts Frizz's assistance wordlessly, gets to the top, and mutters a quiet thank you for staring at the stars. I would like to note that Fizz's hands were unusually sweaty during the entire experience. <laughs> yeah, she kind of like grabs hold of the vines with her legs and leans backwards into the ravine to help you get up and just like kind of like pulls you up no problem like very acrobatic at what she did you're uh you're clearly capable in areas that i am not i can understand why turk decided we should be a team oh god i'm glad somebody did my dogs are going a little crazy so i have a little background noise um you get there hold on a second Okay, uh, you actually walk a few hundred, Gan. Before we leave, Gan would like to make a vigilance check uh -huh. to see if there is some kind of environmental advantage we can use to return to the pod and not have to deal with this uh, unfortunate ravine again. Okay, go ahead. What is my uh, difficulty? Uh, two purples. Oh yeah, you you sit there and you're like, why didn't we look at this before? And you're like, there's a man-made bridge about five or six yards back that way. Alas. Next time. For some reason, you just didn't recognize everything that was going on and was just like, hmm, yeah. We were just going to cross here at this ravine instead of using what was down at the end. So, um, you walk first. You, <laughs> you, uh, you, you keep on walking. Pretty much the rest of the trip is pretty unavailable. It's kind of gross and, you know, the standard walking. But you come across what would be this ancient stone temple. 
uh, reaches a, a good five or six stories up in the air. Other than that, it's pretty interesting. Seems to be interesting looking. Yeah, uh, Mel's finally excited to one get out of the moist, wet conditions she's been in, and two explore something that maybe would be a little bit more upper alley. So she'll rush forward to the temple almost without a care. Okay. You like jog on up and you see her go on up in front of you guys. And there's actually, I mean, it's almost like a ziggurat in a way. And there's an opening that's clearly, you know, what this is meant to be is where you go in at. You may, I guess everybody's going to be following along. Yes. What skill would we use to check for traps? Uh, you can use. Uh, actually, go for a survival roll on that one. Okay. What's how many? St- standard difficulty. difficulty standard difficulty. Unless I tell you, it'll always be standard. Okay. Okay. You check. You don't seem to find anything at all. This you can tell. This has definitely been around for a while, and hardly anybody has been here. Nobody's been here in centuries, eons, whatever. Definitely a decrepit area that you don't have to worry about. And what are we looking for exactly? This one was told we are searching for an amulet. Amulet that someone had recently, because. It doesn't look like anyone's been here for forever. An amulet that someone had a very, very long time ago. Uh, Gand pulls out his data pad and shows the picture that was shown him. Oh. It's just a, it's just a simple necklace with like a gem on the end of the, you know, held by a clasp. Nothing fancy, well, nothing big. I guess let's go investigate. I'd caution everyone... What I know of the Jedi religion, these temples can be filled with traps and treacherous protections. Find what we're looking for, we should take it, and very little else. For it's somewhat expectantly. This one only retrieves the items that he was informed that he needed to. Very well. Uh, let's head on in. Okay. You go on in and you actually walk down this stepped corridor and it takes probably about, uh, it's probably about two or three flights of stairs worth. Uh, And you can tell it opens up into, you know, this large cavern, uh, or or just a large basement if you want to go with it, uh, with pillars along it. But you can see a light at the very end and you see something moving around down there. Um, Everybody give me a... Uh, let's just go with a survival. That's about the best I could do with this. Or no, there's a perception. Give me a perception roll. Sorry. I forgot there is a perception. I'm ranked in perception. Nice. Nice. Mel, you can't win for losing. <laughs> no, I cannot. Mel's like at fixing people and robots. There's a light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Dan, you actually can see three figures, but you're not sure what the three figures are. Uh, Frizz, you look down and you can see that there's two droids and a human down there. Uh, the, uh, our range at this is probably going to be um, long range, but not extreme. Uh, Frizz is going to quietly uh, place her hand onto Mel and at the same time simultaneously put out her torch. Okay. You click the button and put your hand on Mel and it gets pretty damn dark. What are you going to do? There is a brighter light at the end and you can see figures walking around. Uh, Mel see anything with her infravision in these darker conditions? Yeah, you actually you actually can see it and you can definitely tell that there is a humanoid uh, and it is standard human size, um, standard heat pattern. Uh, the other two figures only have heat patterns in certain locations, like joints, like, you know, up around the shoulders, around the neck, you know, certain areas that it's a heat signature, not the entire thing like a normal human would be. Okay. Um, I, I think we should talk to people. I mean... Uh, I can't help but imagine that the only other people who'd be here are treasure hunters or scavengers, looters of some kind. Okay. That, that seems wise. What are you going to do? I certainly don't want to shoot first. Um, so let's, let's close our distance here as quietly as possible and see if we can resolve our situation amicably. Okay. Even if we help them explore this site, they can take the items that we're not looking for. All right. Are you going to stealth up, or are you just going to walk casually? Dan um, is just going to walk casually. Uh, Mel will walk casually as well. I'm going to stealth. call out quietly to these people, saying, uh, we mean you no harm, but we should apologize. Okay. Um, Frizz, go ahead and give me a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you kind of feel like you disappeared in there. Give me a second. Um, Where did Frizz's purple dice go? Oh, there is no purple dice. Oh, shall I roll two purple dice or just re-roll the whole thing? Yeah, no, no, re-roll re the whole thing. Okay. It makes it easier so we can always figure out. True, true. Okay. You're sitting there and you're like, da, 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 and you can, all of a sudden, Frizz kind of disappears from y'all's view. And Mel, you're like, hey, we want to talk, you know, you're like, hey, how's it going? And all of a sudden, the light goes around the area and a bunch more lights light up around where they're at. And you turn and look and there's two droids with blasters and then a female human figure standing there with a electrical bionic device around her head. And you turn around, she turns around, and she's like, kill him. And instantly you recognize it as Gavana from your research team. <gasps> and you see two droids with blasters, and they're like, trained on you. And so now, we're all equal, so everybody needs to make a cool check. So row your cool. Oh, that's two purple dice? Same thing? Yeah. It's the same thing. Because what this is going to do is give us our initiative. Ooh. 
<laughs> Ghoul's original Miami Vice. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and set initiative. Um, and initiative will be, we're going to have three, four, five total. Um, and it looks like I will be last. I'm gonna just do the I'm gonna do the downgrade to show who it is. Alright, so this is gonna be our first combat, guys. Combat works like this. We roll our cool to see our, our initiative order. Um and they are last because they rolled horrible. Uh one success but two negatives. Um and so what's gonna happen is you all get to choose who gets to go first. You have your first three slots and you get to choose who gets to go first. Okay. Um, go first if it matters. Now yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. We all are in medium range right now, um, so a few dozen meters. Um, and now, remember that if you want to do something, you have a turn, and you can do certain things during your turn. You can aim, you can assist, guard, uh, but you're also allowed to do certain different things um, based on your location. You're allowed to do, you know, say things, um, move, and do an action. You know, stuff like that. Anybody read all that yet? I get into that. Cause you're, allowed, you're allowed to take... You're not just shooting. So you can move and go for cover, you know, and different actions like that. All right? Mm-hmm. So you can move okay. from medium to short. And that's just one move of action. And then you can take an action. So you need to figure out what you're going to do. So who is going to go first? I'll go if it matters. Hmm? Yep. Sounds good to me. Okay. What are you planning on doing, Frizz? Okay. So Fizz in this moment is conflicted. Uh, she knows that she isn't seen, so she can run away, which tends to be her M.O., or she can attempt to uh, get her blaster from the Gond. In this case, she is going to, as stealthily as possible, appear next to her Gond friend and hope that he can take the hint and hand her off her blaster there. Okay, so you're going to move into the engage distance with him, which is no problem. Yeah. And use your action to try to get the the blaster from him. Yeah. Okay. Can I just gently be like, "Gimme, gimme." Okay. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Gand, what do you are you willing to do that? Uh, am I gonna have to roll a skullduggery check to uh, get it to her without them noticing? You will if you'd want to do it without them noticing. I, I don't want them to notice her, so yes. Okay. Go ahead. That's very kind of you. Add some skulls. Ooh. No. You 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 like you grab a hold of it and you kind of flick it at her. <laughs> and you can see the assassin droids definitely know that you're you had sent that over to there to to someone in that corner. So, um that's going to be now Mal, what's your turn? Uh Mal's going to draw her training lightsaber and ignite it. And she's gonna move to uh, um, a shorter distance with the uh, the assassin droids. Okay, so you go to a shorter distance. So that leaves pretty much what they get to do. So they're gonna open fire, um, and they are going to. Give me a second. We're gonna do because range is done a little bit different. Um, well, we're gonna shoot at Mel. Because Mel definitely uh, seems the bigger threat. 
So, Mel, what's your difficulty for defense? I do not have any defense value. Do no defense value at all. Okay. Say it so. like it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's a bad thing. Armor is expensive in this system. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. All right. So, boom, boom. Boom, boom. And you have no defense. I'm, I'm checking everything since it was our first one. I don't want to kill you outright. Um, it's possible I have the reflect talent that might manifest as defense. Do you have to use um, a force power to do that? Does uh, it require? I'm not sure. I'm percent sure on that one. Let, let me look it up. Okay, um, go ahead. Take a break. This is our first combat. We can take it slow. It's not a big deal. I, I think it's um, it's a little bit like parrying, uh, but it's been a, it's been a little bit. So give me give me just a quick sec, and I'll, no I'll pull it up for you. We're okay. Um, yeah, so reflect. When hit by a ranged attack while wielding a lightsaber, I can suffer three strain to reduce the damage by two plus ranks and reflect. So it does not uh, require me to do anything, and it does not affect my defense value. So okay. I have a defense value of zero, and if they hit me, I may be able to mitigate some of that damage. Okay. So they're going to go. One of them pulls out uh, this blaster and shoots it at you. And it, like, shoots, and it doesn't hit you, but directly hits your saber. And it frizzes it. And you can tell the, the, the lights are going out on it, on your training saber. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, the second one... manufactured in the first place. <laughs> second one takes it and looks at Gan, because he's got pretty much... Not worried about her, and takes a shot at Gan. Dan, do you have any defensive dice? No. Difficulties. Okay, so standard. You sit there, and it shoots. And you do get hit by the roll. But you were able to roll out of the way. And since it's, it's three negatives on that, uh, you can tell he, like, you can tell the droid tries to shoot it again, and it's, like, drained the battery completely. So with that... You will take, of course, you're absorbing all that still works. Um, six damage. Uh, what's soak? Uh, soak on this on the blaster. It's just a normal blaster. So I don't think it has anything. Just your standard soak of what you have of your armor. Do you have any armor? Or no, your... I have a soak of two. So take two away from the damage is what you do. Okay. That's what it is. Excuse me. Okay. All right. So um, with that said, it is, excuse me, new initiative. We're not going to re-roll uh, initiative. We're going to keep it like it is um, because I want to test it out with or without um, re-roll initiative and see how I like that, okay? Um, so you are got the first three turns again, guys. You got blasters being shot off at each other. At this point, are we still in the same order? Is that the intent? Correct. And you can... Yeah, like, the thing is, you get to choose who goes first, second, and third, pretty much, because you all have first, second, and third initiative. Okay. You, you guys have blasters. I think you should go first. Yeah. Just keep it as is for now? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's the case. It's my turn. All right. Uh, go for it. Fizz, just receiving her blaster, kind of fumbling her hand from Gan quickly, uh, tries to 
quickly aim and shoot at. There were two droids. Correct. And the ladies between the two droids. Correct. Yes, she's uh, back behind them. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then the one droid would be slightly closer to me. Probably, I'm assuming the right side for whatever. You know. Yeah, so I'm going to take a shot, if I could, at the closer of the two droids. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Uh, Whatever, Um, plus two purples. Okay. So I'm shooting a blaster. Is that a gunnery? Gunnery is, I believe, not for that. Gunnery uh, is for, where is that? Or maybe it'd be like a light range. It would be ranged light. Yeah, range yeah, light okay. is what you're using. Gunnery gotcha. is for like ship combat, ship guns. Here we go. Oh. All right. Well, you shoot and miss, but you can definitely tell that something's going wrong because you did get three um, uh, successes on top of that. So you didn't hit, but you may use that any way you want. Do you have your. Uh, effects chart that you could use that on? Do you have that effects chart near you? Effects chart. Is that under the uh, the sheet, the cheat sheet? Yeah, it's one of the cheat sheets. Okay, uh, yep. With Give the three, second. you could use it for certain things. Oh, I see. Give me one second here. It's just called effects chart. Successful attack effects, personal combat. Okay. Um. While she's figuring that out, um, Gan, would you like to go ahead and shoot? I would like to shoot the individual who shot me. All right. I'm vindictive that way. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, here we go. <laughs> you shoot and just it just misses completely. <laughs> Mel, what do you want to do? You can move in and get into hand to hand combat if you would like. Is it possible to get in with the um uh the the woman who's betrayed us? No, she the- is actually behind them and posed herself between yeah. the droids. Okay. Um well I'm gonna I'm gonna charge in with the lightsaber and try to hit the droid whose gun didn't yeah. appear to run out of uh, energy in the last attack. Okay. Uh, Frizz, what did you want to do? Okay, uh, so since I got three, I'm assuming I can use uh, three for the effect chart. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, there's one that's uh, the negate the target's defensive bonus. Okay. So the, the shot must have uh, really came close and possibly startled him or made him unaware of his surroundings and maybe even blinded the droid. Okay. I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. Gonna be good. No defensive bonus to him. So, Mel, go ahead and roll to hit. That's just two purple dice, right? Yep, two purple dice. Awesome. No, because I have no... Damn! You like... (laughs) Wah, 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 and hit him like, like you unload in a flurry. Um, what is your damage on your um, training saber? Yeah, I totally have that. Um, my training saber does six damage. 
Okay. Uh, but it's only ever stun damage because it's a training saber. Okay. And then I get to add a damage for every mm -hmm. thing I get. One, two, three. So that's ten stun damage to the droid. Okay. You hit the droid and it kind of kind of jostles around a bit, and then everything. <clears throat> so the droid that doesn't have a weapon, <clears throat> a ranged weapon, pulls out this like tomfa and like swings at Mel. Nope, dang it. I don't have any melee defense either. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> you see him hit and hit you. This, this baton reaches out and smacks you pretty hard. Uh, you take four points of damage. Of course, soak if you have any. Um, but as, as soon as he does that, you notice that uh, you may be able to do a one free maneuver. Oh, cool. Um are the ones where you don't get to attack, but you do something else, right? Correct. Um, a maneuver could be aiming, going to a guarded stance, uh, manage gear, move around a bit, taking cover. I'm going to go on a guarded stance. I'm going to use this okay. opportunity to pull my saber closer to me. The uh, the kind of lightsaber combat that I do is very defensive-oriented, so it's a good opportunity to ground my footwork. Okay. And with a guarded stance, your opponent has one black die... And gets um, and you get uh, and until end of turn plus one melee damage, or melee defense, excuse me. So, all right, <clears throat> Gain, you kind of shot off and stuff, and then Mel, you shoot the one that's got the saber that's or got the blaster that's fully ready and going. Turns to Frizz and goes, "All right, the little punk," and flips over a destiny point to give a yellow. <sighs> Uh, oh, these droids are mean. <laughs> they are. <They're> <laughs> so it, it, it shoots. Shoots the gun off. Um, and you feel it kind of jar itself a bit. And something goes wrong with the gun. But you are hit and you take seven points of damage. Take off wow. your soak. Yeah, I have a, I have three soak. So that'll go ahead and turn into uh, four points of damage. Correct. Actually, you know what? I... I'm going to take this opportunity to... I'm going to parry the shot, uh, which is going to cause me to take three strain and remove three of those damage. So I'll be taking one damage and three strain. Okay. After I do a... Uh, I have to do a combat check for that, actually. Okay. What combat check is it required? Um, parry. It just says combat check. That's probably what whatever your weapon work you're working with. Yeah, that's what I would presume. So I'll go ahead and I'll do a. I don't know. Is that an athletics? You think or? Um, do, 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 do. I'm trying to look at all my stuff. Um, yeah, I do an athletics right now. We're we're gonna we're just gonna work through this. We'll look up full hard okay. rules later. Doesn't have to be that big of a deal. That's about the story right now. Like Two it, purple difficulty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So she's going to try to uh, at least do like a quick shimmy to get a partial, get partially not hit by this uh, blaster with her lightning fast reflexes there. Okay, you do. You jump out of the way, but as soon as you do, the uh, the gun slides out of your hand and goes flying down uh, there. Darn it. That's a so she you definitely, so cocky. 
definitely get it, but the gun slides out of your hand in the process as you dive for cover and flip out of the way to get rid of it. Um, with that said, you sit there and y'all are shooting this stuff, and all of a sudden, you see the lady uh, turn around and goes, it's mine, I'm out of here. And all of a sudden, you see this flame shoot from her back, and she flies straight up in the air. And next round. Let's see what you're going to do with the droids. You, one of you two choose, one of you three choose who's going next. Did the droid who uh, is now using a Tompa drop his gun? Yes. You can tell he like ran out of energy pack or something. Good thing I have one. <laughs> uh, I want to try and move to pick up the blaster that the droid dropped. Okay, so you were you were at the medium range. You're going to move into engaged because that's where he dropped it. So that's going to take two of your actions. Okay. You're okay with that? Yep. All right. Who's going to go second? I guess I'll go. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, well, I'm fumbling with my blaster, so the first thing I'm going to do is try to attempt to pick it up as quickly as I can. Okay. So uh, gonna... I don't need to take take a check for that right pick no you can pick it it just, it just dropped out of your hand so it's going to take you know okay. your, your you know one of your maneuvers to get it so you can pick it up what are you going to do now uh, would i have the opportunity to make a shot you think yeah you have an opportunity like I said, it just fell out of your hand um okay. you have one uh, that is in combat with mel and then there's one that is not in combat it's shooting back at y'all Okay. Well, if that's the case, um, I'm going to uh, take a moment to shoot at the one that's in combat with Mel there. Okay, so you're going to be shooting into combat, which is going to incur extra penalty, which will incur a black die. A black die. Yeah. Okay. On on top of the two purples. Gotcha. So that's a light ranged. So you could flip one of the destiny points to give yourself a blue die in process. Uh, flip a destiny point. Bam. <laughs> and then rebuild your dice pool two green two purple one black and one blue okay pray mel all of a sudden mel you're like Argh! swinging all of a sudden this blaster fire comes right by and you can feel it graze and hit some of your hair and burn <laughs> definitely miss but it doesn't hit you in the process <laughs> that was close. <laughs> yeah, you, you all of a sudden you see Mel look back at you really quick and you're like, the hell? <laughs> and all of a sudden, Fritz is like giving you the uh, sorry. <laughs> so, other than that, uh, Mel, it is actually your turn. All right, Mel's going to try to slice in with the lightsaber again. Okay, go for it. Uh, she feels pretty good about how that went before. This is the first time she's ever been in actual combat with a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Up to this point, it's all been just academic study. Wow, you fling and hit him really good. Um, total damage is... Nine. Nine total? Yeah. Okay. You can tell he's starting to get charred up and kind of beat up a bit. 
And all of a sudden he pulls out that tomfa and goes and tries to smack you with it. He does. Hits you for five points of damage total. Okay. Mel's um, going to parry. So she suffers three strain and doesn't take any damage. Okay. So there is no roll for that? Uh, it's, it just happens. It's step three of the combat. It's a reaction. Just a reaction. Okay. No big deal. All right. And the other one, the other one that's got the rifle turns to Frizz and is like, aims down and just starts letting loose. Oh no. Flipping that over to give me a blue because you hit. And you take nine points of damage. Ouch. Uh... So you take that, take your straight, take your uh, soak off of it. Yeah, so that's a uh, six damage. Boo. Little in here. All right, uh, new initia comes up. Y'all are of course first again. Um, you may use some of these. Oh, actually, I did the wrong thing. I clicked. A... There you go. You actually have three force points that you can use. Maybe you only use one at a time, and it can only help you with you know that one roll. So who's up first? If it's okay with you guys, Mel's probably going to go first and see if she can just kind of finish this guy she's engaged with. Go right ahead. I'm not going to use the force point because I feel like my lightsabering has been going pretty well. Okay. Um, Laser sword. <laughs> I like that. All right. You hit and you do get a critical effect. Uh, what is a critical? Uh, can go to a critical injury. No, just a thing. Yep. Or you can recover a strain. Or you can add... Or you can add a blue die to your next person's roll. Uh, I'm going to recover the strain. I, I, I took a spell in the mud before, and it's a moment to recover some ego here. Okay, so you recover one point of strain. I'm going to look impressive for the first time in the entire time anyone has known me. Okay. Uh, whoever's next, go ahead and go with it. Uh, Gand or... Frizz, who's it? The uh, rifle. I'm uh -huh. assuming these are blaster rifles. Yep. When they drop. Uh, and reload. Uh, with what reload did you have? I was going to pull the, the power cell out of my pistol. Let's see if it's a match. You want to okay. use a destiny point to see, and hey, it is a match? Yes. Okay, flip it over. <laughs> Makes it a match. Hard. What an amazing coincidence. And that's pretty much your turn. You pretty much pick it up, yep. flip it out, and go it in. Uh, Frizz, what are you planning on doing? Um, Frizz is uh, going to try to take a shot. Seeing as how she's wounded and she's not really happy about it. Okay. Which so one I are you shooting at? Second wind. Uh. I'm going to shoot at the one that's in combat with Mel again. Okay. Same thing. That worked out so well last <laughs> time. <laughs> so, um, let me think here. Sorry, I was reading some other uh, rule stuff here. Um, it's a light, so that's two green. I'm going to use Destiny Point because I'm super selfish. Two green, two purple, and one blue. And one black yeah, also. Everything is fine here. And one black. <laughs> yep. 
Um, I am conditioned. Oh, wait, no, that won't really matter for that. Okay, never mind. Let's roll it. Oh! <laughs> okay. You shoot. You do hit. No problem. Um, so what's the damage of the blaster pistol? Did we ever say that? Do we ever get that? On? I don't remember if I ever told you. Uh, I think it's like it's eight. The one I have is six. Six? Okay, so six. So eight points of damage to that one? Good. It falls down. But whenever it falls down, it grabs a hold of Mel and pulls her down with it. Oh, no. And like, oh. You go, and shoots it right, right in the chest. And it blasts up, but it like falls into mail and knocks mail down in the process. My perfectly practiced footing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that is it. So with that, um, the guy with the blaster turns to uh, Gand and is going to open up. And with that, gives a special bonus. And shoots at Gand and just shoots and hits some of the back wall. And you can tell that part of the wall is starting to crumble down. And you can feel some of the structure is not very stable. So, there's only one bad guy left. You may go ahead and go. Whoever's going to go first. I will shoot the bad guy. All right. All right. Pull out the blaster and go for it. Okay. You roll. Hits. Takes. Takes the damage. And you hit something behind and all of a sudden you hear this frizz of electronics behind him. Bad sound. Tim or Frizz or Mel? What you gonna do? Um, Frizz will go. Uh, she has done enough of not running away like a coward for today, and after seeing the ground <laughs> around her shake, she is just gonna run. She's gonna get out of there. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing so well as it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, that will be a role that we will have to work on because that is fleeing from combat and you are a Jedi. So we will have to contemplate your dark side when we are done with this. Oh, you're right. Yep. Uh, she does not think about her actions. <laughs> Tim, it is yours. Uh, Mel is not afraid. Uh, she stands and fights and battles. Uh, she feels the most at home she has felt this entire encounter so far, swinging her lightsaber at this guy. Okay. Even if it's a shitty lightsaber and he's a shitty opponent. So, let's do this. Nice! Uh, total damage is what? 7, 8, 9, 10. 10? Okay. And you go and you swing and you like smash the crap out of it. And all of a sudden your light, your training saber goes and shuts off. I was bound to happen. <laughs> uh, so he's left. So he turns and he pulls a bla pulls that blaster, starts aiming it at Mel. Mel, he shoots right past you 
and it misses, but you can tell that the structure just got hit some more, and you can tell one of the pillars is getting weak. Um, <clears throat> Mel's going to tell him to surrender, to stand down. The structure's being damaged, and we're in danger. All right. Uh, what's Who's going to do something now? He does not seem to care. You can tell the droid is <laughs> not caring one bit. I'm going to move towards the door, but I'm going to also shoot at our droid friend. Okay, so move back and then shoot. Okay. Okay, you shoot, and two really good shots on top of it. Um, what are you... Oh, he actually falls and lands down, crumbles to the ground after he it hits into his chest. And that's pretty much about it. So what are you going to do now? Um, Mel's going to try to recover the the droid's body or whatever he had on him as quickly as possible and also head for the exit. Okay. There is uh, the blaster. That's pretty much about it. Uh, But there is an altar that's behind him where some things are lying on the altar. We'll see if anything looks familiar or if anything looks like the item that we're supposed to look for. Uh, If not, she's a little bit conscious of the timing and how dangerous the, the environment is. So she might just sort of scoop everything into a fold of her robe and, and head toward the exit. Uh, a couple of things are way too big to scoop into your fold, uh, into your robe. Okay. Um, there are, it, it, just on a quick glance, there is a data disc. Uh, you can tell that there was a place to hang a necklace. Uh, and then there is a piece of armor chest piece that is cut in half down the center. And uh, then there's a control device, a droid control device that looks like it's been shot. Freshly shot. Um, she'll call over to the Gand and say, there's some things here we should probably grab. Um, it seems like we might have a few minutes. Would you like to give me a hand? Yes. And she'll try try to sort of basically take as much as she reasonably can. Uh, she'll grab the armored chest piece and hold the necklace, at least as evidence of what they discovered. Okay. Put these things in her um, military belt pouch. Okay. Um, you both notice that Frizz is nowhere to be seen. This one should have expected that. Uh... <laughs> Unsurprised but disappointed. He seems okay. like the weak link. You you pick up all your stuff, <laughs> and you're able to make it out. Uh, you can tell that there's uh, some problems with the building, but you're making it okay. Uh, it's not completely falling down. Um, Mel is gonna optimistically assume that Frizz went to see if they could track down the the woman. And head off her escape. Um, you were outside, Frizz. Where did you go? Um, I stood at the front of the door. Uh, this structure is pretty tall. Is it climbable at all? Yeah, it, it's like a, it's like it's like a pyramid, like an old Aztec temple type that you could take. 
Okay. Uh, because it is structurally damaged, after she got out, she was going to take a moment to just to climb up maybe, maybe several meters to see if she can see anything over on the landscape or anything of that nature. Too thick. Too thick. Ah, oh, darn. Well, I guess she's just hanging out up there then. Okay. Y'all walk outside and she's like sitting on the ledge. Let's go well, give this so one a pass. I'm so glad you guys made Which it. Which way did she go? Uh, I, I missed it. Too thick. All right. Uh, pretty much, I, I'm guessing you're going to be making it back towards the uh, drop pod. Um, you actually can now figure out how to get there without having to go down in the ravine. Uh, and you can walk there. It takes a little bit of time. No big deal. Uh, you're kind of beat up a bit. Um, taking some damage. Um, A7 is, opens the hatch and he's like, What took y'all so long? Gavana has betrayed the order. If nothing else, you should pay me for having found a traitor in your midst. Well, if you were really good, you would have killed her and we wouldn't have to talk to her about her again. Get on! So, you get in, strap in. Uh, it The pod shoots back up, gets back into um, the spaceship, uh, his ship that Turks has, and pretty much opens up. And Turks like, so... How'd it go? Terrible, oh, well, I'm afraid. And that is how. She got there ahead of us, and she took the necklace. And I mean, we retrieved some items, and we fought off her droid bodyguards, but she escaped with it. Hmm. Catch her. That's disturbing. Well, with that, where did she go? I don't know. What did you bring back? Well, maybe uh, we brought back some items from the temple itself. Uh, Mel starts going through her pouch and she pulls out uh, the piece of armor and the uh, the droid control piece, and then eventually the spot where the talisman would have hung. Okay. Presents it. He takes and, like the and the data disc. Okay. He t t takes the data disk and throws it in the machine. Um, says, Mel, you're probably going to have to look at this control core. Maybe you could do something with it? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'll do everything I can. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about this chest piece, but this is not Jedi armor. Oh. This is some type of armor we're not I have no clue. Someone is going to have to research this. Um, I could see if any of my friends have run into similar antiquities. That'd be good. Um, Mel, give me a, a knowledge check. Uh, uh, and I've got lore, uh, education... Yeah, mechanical can work too. You can you can use your uh, mechanicals to try to fix it. Okay. But it's gonna be three purples. Okay, three purples. Yep. She'll give it her best. Okay. You. Well, it's you, technically successful. You actually, yeah, it technically is. Uh, you were able to get it 
back to a working order, but it kind of shorts out every so often. And you definitely know this is a droid control for a droid called a Kraken. Oh, okay. That sounds ominous. <laughs> is, uh, is that something I've heard of before? Or no, definitely not. No code name Kraken in, in anything that you've done. Hey, uh, she'll share this with the group. Um, uh, it's a droid controller for a, a droid called a Kraken. I, I've never heard of anything like this before. Um, it's barely operational and is shorting out a little bit, but that's the best I've been able to discern. Um, lore on the chess piece. Um, Gand, if you're going to do that, uh, using your background, three purples and a black. Uh, you, one of your underworlds says, yeah, I've seen something similar to that. Um, but it's going to cost you. I'd like to negotiate. Sure. We'll start out at a thousand credits. I, I think there's gotta be something you want other than money. Sure. Get you. Sure. You're still staying on the. Uh, you're still staying on Corbon. Yeah. Then we'll have to talk some data discs that you can give me. That could be arranged. On the Jedi <laughs> Temple. Depends on what you need. Structure schematics. Oh, only. Well, he did roll Planet three bad. <laughs> If you're planning a job, I, I want in. <laughs> Can we do this? That's up to y'all if y'all want to. Um, Mel's going to take a moment to use her knowledge of lore to look over the piece okay. and see what she knows about it based on her study as a chess student and as someone with an amateur interest in Jedi and ancient okay. religions. Uh, three purples and one black. Friends, they're all doing this stuff and everything. Uh, you got anything you want to do? You'll look at. Um, I mean, I'll look at the same stuff with them and nod my head a lot and pretend that I'm thinking about it at all, but I'm not. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, you're just like, ooh, this is cool. Okay. That's very shiny. That's very yeah. <laughs> um, you you're picking it up and looking at it and stuff and everything. Uh, uh, again, deal. I think I think we can make a better deal than this for me. We let you in, but you have to give us schematics. I want to roll negotiation and try to negotiate him down to maybe I can get him what he's actually after, as opposed to the schematics. Okay, roll it. Uh, Mel, give me a okay. second, and you'll figure it out. Ah, you 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 failed, but he's like, all right, I just need schematics of this one building. Might be able to do that. That should be easier to arrange. And Mel looks at it, is like picking it up and like reaching some database. And then all of a sudden, in unison, your underworld guy and Mel go Sith. And then the lights go off, and uh, everybody is like, you, you just whisper that to yourselves. You hear that in your calm, and Mel, you say that to yourself quietly. 
you notice some ruins on the inside that point to that. Um, Turk is dealing with the data disks, and he's like, uh, we have to go here now. And all of a sudden, the data disk goes up, and there's this spaceship. Um, uh, what was the name of it? I had a name for it. Uh, can't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, the Kraken? No, it was not the Kraken. Um, a home. It was called Home. Sorry. And he says it's an erect ship that has another ancient Jedi artifact in it that we need to get there now. So, uh, he's like, can we go? Do we need to talk about it? Because we have to hit hyperspace. Let's hit hyperspace. All right. It seems like we've turned this into a bit of a race. Uh, you hit hyperspace. Uh, you pretty much have about a day's worth. So if anybody wants to do any healing, uh, get rid of some damage, you may do that. Um, Mel's got some medical expertise. Okay. So if anyone's especially wounded, she'll tend to their needs. Go for it. Make some rolls. Um, is that just like a medicine roll? Yeah. And it's, and it's okay. two purples. They're, y'all aren't hurt too bad. Uh, Fitz took the lion's share of... Um, real damage uh would it be okay with you if i take a look at those wounds fits uh, i have some training i uh i remove my outer robes to let her see my wounded parts <laughs> your wounded parts <laughs> <laughs> all right so mel doesn't actually have any training at all she just thinks she's smarter than most doctors so let's see how this goes <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> well doctors ain't is. got nothing <laughs> So recovering healing. Oh, I feel great. Um, for you can recover a number of wounds equal to the number of explosions you got, so three, and a number of strain equal to the other two. So you recover two strain and four wounds. Ooh, that's thank you very much. Frizz will uh, internalize that for next time she tries to uh, run in battle again. <laughs> for helping me out of the ravine. <laughs> we can call it even. I've got skills. I just don't have skills at climbing. <laughs> you sit there and you click and you, you know, you're doing this stuff and all of a sudden, alarms are going off like crazy and the ship jumps out of hyperspace and is being rocked and rattled around and all of a sudden, you hear this large screech and you hear this massive smash and you hear A7, Get up here! Well, well, I get up there. <laughs> yeah, Mel rushes up there, pr- probably a bit behind the others. But. Okay, you rush up there, and you see Turk has been slammed in the console and is, like, knocked unconscious and definitely has a couple of broken bones, and an asteroid field is hitting you right now. Does anyone know how to pilot this thing? It's like, A7, I go, I can. Get him out and get him to medical bay. Okay, Mel's going to grab him and she's going to start immediately looking at his wounds and trying to pull him out of the, the chair. Okay, you get him out and A7's like pushing buttons and everything's starting to rattle and shake and the asteroids feels pelting pretty good. Uh, Dan can uh, pilot planetary and space. Well, get your butt over there and quit jammering. What do I need to roll? Uh, give me a piloting skill. Uh, three purples this time, though. Hmm. You don't make any progress, but you're definitely... (laughs) Made it worse. (laughs) Not worse, it's just all good. 
Uh, you pull yeah. Turk back. Um, the droid is like, okay, let me try this. And you can see he's getting closer and getting out of the shield uh, ship just a little bit. Um, but he's still in the asteroid field. You, just a quick glance at Turk, he's knocked unconscious. You can tell he has a concussion. Okay. Um, Mel's afraid that in the bouncing environment, it's going to be difficult to do kind of conventional medical work with him. So she's going to grab a, um, a, a stim pack, one of those like little gun things that have cartridges in them mm-hmm. that she she has on her and she's going to inject it into him just to make sure he's got some treatment flowing through him and he's not going to slip deeper into this concussion okay you go ahead and just inject him and put him on a cot um a few minutes later and stuff the ship that you get out of the asteroid ship or asteroid area and you see this ship uh gan and frizz you see this ship out in the distance but there is a large sun behind it and you can see this derelict ship. You can tell, like, one half of it has been, like, sheared and destroyed. And the rest of it is pretty decent shape. And he's like, a is like, we've got to get in there right now. You ready to dock? So I let's dock it up. my phone's going to die really soon. <laughs> okay, we're almost done. Um, okay. We're leaving us on a cliffhanger. Uh, you go in, he docks the ship, and he's like, get what's in there, get out, and we got to get Turk back. And so he walks past you two and is like, are you going to get up and go or what? Yeah. I um, get up. <laughs> I mean, as long as I think that Turk is going to be okay, like he's in a recovery position and he's safely stored, then I'm ready to grab what we can. Okay. You sit there and you walk up and everything and you can feel the ship dock to the other ship and you hear the hiss and the hum and the, you know, the bolts clamping on and a seven goes, use these, bring them back. And all of a sudden you see a couple of lightsabers flip towards your direction and he's Gan, take the blaster rifle, get it done. And it opens up and that smoke and that, you know, that carbon freezing comes in and pause. This is where we're going to end right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pause right here. Lightsabers. Uh, you do have it. It will be your basic one. So if you want to look it up, you can look it up and have it pre-ready. Uh, it'll be basic. Remember, you have to use a lightsaber, lightsaber skill to use it. I can. <laughs> um, we will hold here. Uh, we will try to figure out what we're going to do next. Uh, if you're listening on, on Twitch, we're going to end our stream right now. Uh, we will try to come back. We will try to get you a better schedule. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it very much. Uh, other than that, everybody say wave goodbye. <laughs>